What's up, everybody? My name is Brad Williams, and this is the very first podcast of About Last Night with Brad Williams. Yeah, applause yeah. for my co-host over there. We don't have a studio audience. Uh, that uh, is my co-host. Sounded like it, though. I know, right? That would have been cool. Yeah. Uh, that's my co-host, Adam Ray. Pleasure to be here, Brad. Yeah. This is exciting, man. So, uh, th- like I said, this this the very this very first podcast, uh, what this podcast hopes to be is uh, it's called About Last Night because as comedians, uh, Adam and I are both touring stand-up comedians. We do crazy stuff on the weekends. We go crazy places and uh, insane stories happen, which uh, we have plenty to talk about today in terms of that. But, uh, yeah, and then we, we want to share that with you. Eventually, we'll be able to have you guys call in. Email ask us, us questions. ask us questions, what happened. Because uh, we travel a lot, and you go to some yeah. places, and you have usually a plan. You're like, I'm going to do my weekend shows, and I'm going right. to meet some locals. And then sometimes uh, those locals want to take you out for a little bit, or <laughs> uh, you know, you um, you know, get uh, blindsided. And, sure. Uh, well, because you go on the road, and then you're stuck in a hotel room. Right. What people don't realize is that, like, yeah, and, and especially for me, uh, if you don't know who I am, I'm a I'm a dwarf. I'm a midget. I yeah, let's give a little. You know, let's yeah. start off. Let me give a little background. Uh, sure. Brad Williams. I'm gonna pull up a little Wikipedia page. Oh boy. Uh, Brad Williams, <laughs> born in 1984 in Orange County, California. He's a comedian, actor. Regularly appeared on the show Mind of Mencia. Uh, I did. I was usually humping something. <laughs> well, that, when you're on TV for your first credit, you usually want to be humping. I think that's a- absolutely. How it goes. Well, Johnny hey. Carson was humping something before he got. Yeah, the and then show. it worked for Kim Kardashian. So yeah, yeah why not? Yeah, you just yeah. you just start. Off humping. Yeah. That's the lesson of today's show, yeah. everyone. If you're going to pull anything from today, it's hump something, <laughs> tape it, and you will be a star. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, but Brad, so let's give the the listeners a little uh, intro to you. So you started. We both went to school at USC. Yeah, we're both we're both Trojans. We're both I, Trojans. I, I don't know about you. I only use Trojan condoms. You Me too. Yes. It's and, a, uh, it, it's and it's I a will pride continue thing. to stand by that uh, until they back this podcast. <laughs> And back my life, right? Yeah. Can't can't you sponsor me, Trojan? Come on, man. I, we went to you. a goddamn school right. named after your rubbers. <laughs> I used them while I saluted Tommy Trojan in the quad. <laughs> yes, there was nobody else there. I was just wearing one. But saluting. whatever, but it's you, cool. You know what? I'm wearing one right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I can see it. it looks great. You are yeah. So and, and then and then that's actually where we met because right. uh, I mean there were there was definitely a few guys doing stand up at USC sure uh, and uh, we were doing it we started doing shows together but and, you had been uh, doing it for I don't know how because what happened with you is that you got into it and started to kind of uh, progress rather quickly and then uh, I have a good hook right <laughs> the whole major yeah, thing yeah, well you that's know, it. it's not yeah, talent writing none of that no, performance no, art nah just be a midget no, that's no. all you gotta do yeah. be a midget walk on stage I like you said that's all you gotta do yeah, is all it's the, a choice you have yeah that's all yeah. I mean I mean, when you're uh, when you're a midget the gods of show business find you <laughs> right. and they just say you have to be in show business <laughs> right. you have no choice yeah, but yeah. I wanted to be a doctor put on the clown suit swallow this flame exactly so then Carlos Mencia yeah, uh, uh, very highly respected, regarded stand-up comedian. Mm-hmm. Um, saw you and said, yeah. "Hey, man, uh, go on the road. You're incredible. Why don't you come tour with me?" And this was how many months before you graduated? Uh, this is I was a year away from graduating. Right. So that's and how did the parents take that? Oh, I mean, it's I think it's all parents' dream that you call them up one day and you say, "Hey, mom, dad, you know the uh, thousands of dollars you're spending on an expensive private school you know tuition." That frame you bought for my uh, diploma. <laughs> yeah, gonna, go ahead and put a picture of the dog in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because <laughs> guess what? I'm going into the stable uh, world of stand-up comedy, where I mean, you, <laughs> everyone makes it. Yeah, right. Let me, let me just maybe do an impression of uh, both your parents at the same time. What? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, and so yeah, and then I started going on the road with Mencia. 
uh, did that for four years and uh, was on the show and then uh, started headlining and uh, now uh, I'm, I've reached the next pinnacle of my career. You have, and let me just say, as a as a witness, uh, Brad, I've had the the privilege of uh, doing many uh, uh, weekends with Brad, and uh, the guy crushes. Thank you. Really hard, and not only has he always crushed, but uh, just as you would hope with anything, the more you do it, the better you get. And uh, I mean, shit, man, you're you're right. Everything just is getting better and better. Thanks, and I think man. that, and you know, you say you have a hook, but it's not. And yeah, I'm sure that gets some people out, right? Because sure. they're like, "Oh, well, I didn't know. I don't know any other dwarf comedians." Yeah, this right. Let, I mean, I mean, who doesn't want to have just a dwarf in front of them, to, and their sole job is to entertain? Right. Because right. most of you see us on the street, you're like, "I want to look at him," but then people are going to be upset at me. Yeah. And, then, and tickets are usually like what twenty to thirty bucks. And like, let's be honest, twenty like, bucks. Dude, if I'm you not were to, thirty yet. Yeah. If you were to ask somebody, like, "Hey, how much would you pay to see a dwarf talk to me?" Probably people who don't know would probably go, "Oh, probably hundreds of dollars," <laughs> because they think <laughs> you it's, sound like an infomercial. Yeah. What would you? Normally pay for this product. Four easy payments. Four easy payments. Small, but, very small payments. Right. There's porn sites dedicated to talking to midgets, Jesus. and they they make so much more money yeah. than I do. But <laughs> it, it, but yeah. So then, uh, but but, but yeah. Uh, so you, thank you for that. You, so point being, uh, you've put in your time, and and you've now gotten to a point to uh, not only where people are saying, "Hey, do a podcast," but now you're getting on on. More dates, bigger fan bases that are coming back for you. Your Twitter followers are up, Thanks. and everything is just you're, you're building a solid fan base. And now to the point to where you're getting asked to do uh, amphitheater shows with <laughs> giant legendary oh, comedians. Yeah, this was cool. Which happened this weekend. Yeah, uh, we don't know when exactly this is going to go out, but uh, right. this podcast. But recently, this past weekend, uh, the big. Uh, station, the rock station here in Los Angeles is K Rock. The morning show there is the Kevin and Bean show. They've been on for 20 years. Great show. I've grown up in Southern California, listened to them my whole life. They do this, they do a comedy show. They've been doing it for four years. It's called April Foolishness. And uh, they recently had me on, and this is no... And it's a big... I mean, it's, it's Universal huge, Amphitheater. It's which holds 6,000 people. Some of the biggest names in comedy. On this show. show, on this show was uh, Felipe Esparza, uh, Tim Minchin. Winner of Last Comic Standing, yeah. a giant comic in the UK. I'm yeah, Tim Minchin, uh, Eddie Ift has a great podcast himself. Yep. Uh, and then you get to the heavy hitters, you have Jim Jeffries, Jesus. you had Jay Moore, Jesus. you had uh, Eddie Izzard. Oh, God. Eddie Izzard, <laughs> who by himself yeah. sold out the Hollywood Bowl. Yep. And in Europe, like sells out specials. stadiums, yeah. like just insanely talented comedian, and and, who uh, was, and just who was hanging out too. I mean, oh, and then old, also Larry King, yes, yeah. that Larry Open. King opened the show. Open the show. Larry King opens the show. <laughs> like you're like Jesus. Who's next? Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, they know they yeah. knew each other. Yeah. I think they went to the same high yeah. school. <laughs> uh, so, but you know. bum, bum, bum. yeah, exactly. Uh, so <clears throat> this was the show that happened this last weekend. Uh, like I and said, you. And me and Brad, and Brad Williams, Williams. Who? What? Yeah, yeah, this guy. That's right. And uh, insane people there. Uh, the John Stamos. Oh, Bob Saget was on the show too. Jesus. Bob Saget was on the show, and uh, John and John Stamos was there as well to uh, support Saget. Actually, during. Um, okay, so here's what happened backstage. Uh, Saget comes up to me and he says, "Hey." Uh, John Stamos is here. Right. I go, oh, awesome. You know, you know Full House. Yeah. Jesse, Jesse great Ripper. Hair, sweet, you know, loves yeah. to play, play with the Beach Boys. Maybe he's got <laughs> he some did. great yeah. Beach Boy stories. Exactly. And uh, I'm thinking, all right, cool. He's going to be here. And he's like, just so you know, he's afraid of little people. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> Are you no, wait, wait, what? The, the Greek god, John Stamos? The 
is afraid of little people, and he says like so. He, and Saget says so. You can do two things. You do a like leave because he's gonna come on and surprise the audience and come on. This is what Saget says to Stamos. To me, he's like, oh. He says you can either leave and kind of make sure he's okay, or do what I would recommend and hang out and make him incredibly uncomfortable. Yeah. And I said, well, obviously, <laughs> obviously I'm going to do that. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> he he actually tweeted a photo of us together. Uh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So clearly stay- things got worked out. Yeah. Well, but like I didn't tell like it, it wasn't like a gradual introduction to Stamos. I w- waited until he was talking to somebody else and then came up beside him and just pat him on the back and said, what's up, pretty boy? And he, <laughs> <laughs> he looks down and, and he's like, that me. hand is a lot lower yeah, than right, right, right. Is that, on that, my body. That felt like an Olsen Usually twin. Usually that hand should be going up somewhere <laughs> if it's yeah. going to be that low and tickling movements. Exactly. Yeah. And so he looks down and sees me and you definitely saw him kind of yip a little bit, <laughs> yeah. like kind of a little jump. Sure. And, uh, but... There was plenty of people around, so he knew he had to play it cool. So he's like, "Oh, uh, hey, 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 uh, <laughs> little guy!" Like, yeah. like he didn't he was, know. Yeah, at that point, he also wants to address you. So now right. he's scared. He's like, "I don't want to say the wrong term." Like, right, so, right, yeah. right, right. And uh, so he did that, and but but we started talking, and uh, he was a great dude, man. Uh, but if you see the photo that Bob Saget tweeted, and I think I retweeted it. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Funny Brad F U N N Y B R A D. Uh, and I'm Adam Ray at Adam Ray Comedy. Adam Ray Twitter. Comedy. And, uh, yeah, sexy ass voice, Dude. Adam. <laughs> anyway, uh, but, so there. like he, you could see in the photo that he's kind of scared. He's yeah. looking like, mm, like he's kind of yeah. got that, yeah. like you, like you could see uh, muscles in his neck. Like he doesn't know tensing. that if the picture takes, you will all freeze and he'll turn into a dwarf. <laughs> like maybe, he, right. like crazy thoughts are going through his head. Like what happens if you take a picture with one? Yeah, right? like he, like he thinks it's some weird he's, 80s movie. <laughs> like. <laughs> Ernest goes and hangs out with midgets or like <laughs> something like that where it's just gonna, like he's gonna start shrieking yeah. like, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> maybe he's gonna have to be mini stamos for the rest of his life right yeah. like right, he's exactly. that like that is actually kind of a beautiful like like how off like yeah there's maybe people who get like oh I get a little antsy around like something that I'm not used to or around sure. ever but where, if he has a genuine fear you can only imagine the types of things he's created in his head and then yeah. he, and then he thinks are possible so it's right. like yeah like I say that as a joke with the picture thing but who knows what he's thinking when he's staying there or if he's like if I hold my arm on him too long what like is he going right. to be attached or is he going to like just you know you think of crazy wait I have a, I have a wet spot on my hip maybe yeah, yeah. he sticks because uh, <laughs> yeah, dwarf yeah. skin is sticky yeah, like yeah right? something like that so but anyway so you guys, great guy yeah. uh, tell us about the show now because oh, I mean this well first of all you told me like it couldn't well you sent me a text that said if I could have dreamt the yeah. best possible scenario yeah this, it, this surpassed it. This would have beat it. Well, first, I'll start off going back to Larry King, who opened the show. Of course. All all the comics came to the side of the stage to watch Larry, because we had no idea what he was going to do. Mm-hmm. We we're like, what's... All we know of Larry is that he says, on the roast. Yeah, he just says, Atlanta, hello. Like, like that's all we know from Larry King. Right, right, so what's right. he going to do for comedy? Although I do know him from the movie theater, because I ran into him while I was stoned one time. I'm just going to say this really quick. I ran into him while I was stoned. I went out of the snack machine. I was seeing Chronicles of Narnia by myself, which, get I, out. which was a terrible idea, because the lion goes, welcome to Narnia. And I was like, <laughs> i got to get out of here. This is not happening today at 3 o'clock on a Wednesday. So I go to the hallway. Larry King's there. And he's with a kid, and I go, hey, Larry. I go, I got to say hi to him because I'm really high. I go, hey, sure. man, uh, big fan of the show. You got any great uh, celebrities coming up? And he goes, I'm with my nephew. Do you mind? <laughs> and I go, not at all. I just got interviewed by Larry King. <laughs> and I walked away, and I got more popcorn. Yes. Anyway. You so, got interviewed by Larry King, though. Yeah, yeah, it was brief, 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 whatever. Yeah, whatever. All right. So, claim yeah, to fame. Claim to fame. So, so he opens uh, the show. All, all the comics on the set of stage to watch him. And then uh, Kevin of the Kevin and Bean show. Mm-hmm. 
is staying next to me, and we've I've been on the show plenty of times, so he knows me, and we start talking like, "How great is this, Larry King's do it?" And then Kevin looks at me and says, "How much money would it take for you to run on stage right now and hump Larry King's leg?" <laughs> and I I look up and I'm like, I, "I don't know, I haven't thought about that." And he goes, "I'll give you hundred bucks." I'm like, "I wouldn't do front of bucks." No. He keeps going up. He says, "I'll give you five hundred dollars." If you run out right now, now we're talking. and hump exactly yeah. Larry King's like that's that's a lot of lucky charms that this midget could buy <laughs> like five hundred bucks. That's a lot of yeah. food. Which so, we joke, but you love that cereal. I like, do, which is always weird yeah. when I when I'm eating it and then people look by see a midget eating lucky charms, just like I knew it. You know, they're they're freaking out. You love those marshmallows. I know. Like, of course I do. I'm yeah. human. Delicious. So he says five hundred bucks, and I'm thinking about. I'm like I'm going through all the scenarios in my head like. Yeah. Because he's like into his act, and it's like, will I mess him up? Because he's not a you know experienced comedian. Yeah. Uh, what will happen? Will he get mad at me? Will the Times pick this? Will he die? Right. Like, <laughs> will he look down, see a midget humping his leg, and go, oh, you know what? I'm going to heaven yeah. now. I'm out. <laughs> like, I, maybe I, he wants to go that way. I, maybe, maybe, maybe in a strange fear, uh, right? You know, galaxy. He's like, you know what? I'm scared of this, but maybe I need to face my fears and then let this just run its course. <laughs> exactly. So uh, I'm, I'm debating, and then. I just go, you know what? I'm doing it. I'm going to run out. How, like, when are you going to ever get the chance again? Yeah, you Never. Have to. He's yeah. going to be dead in a month. So, uh, <laughs> if that. Yeah, yeah. So you say, I'm doing this. So I stand back and I, I, I take two steps and I start to run out. And then the producer of the Kevin and Bean show, his name is Dave Sanchez. On the show, he's called Dave the King of Mexico. Mm -hmm. You can Twitter him at, uh, I think it's K Rock with a K. Yeah, K Rock. Com, K O M, K R O, because I want you guys to talk crap to him. Yeah. So if you're listening to this, talk crap to him, because I take two steps to start running. He just uh, uh, Daryl Revis in the open field tackles me. What? Like just shoulder. What? Shoulder just boom. Just now was he like on a walkie talkie? Was like we got a dwarf going out of control. Like take him out, take him out. Like just uh, this. Uh, this is a code rainbow. Code rainbow. Code rainbow. Code rainbow. Code rainbow. That yeah. And then everyone knows dwarf attacking yeah. artist. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> So he just tackles me and he, gets, and he gets me to the ground. He's like, "No, you are not going to hit Larry King. You are not going to hump Larry King. He's a respectable journalist." Wow. And I'm wrestling with him, and Kevin is like yelling at him, like, "Let him up!" And this, this is, is on stage. It's not no, not, it's not okay. stage. It's, it's just off stage. Okay. But Kevin's like, "Let him up. Let him. This is going to be awesome. You're the antithesis it's of my fun." Show, damn yeah. It. And he's like, "I will fire you. I will fire you. Do not let Brad up." And he's like, "I can't. I can't let him do it." And like, I wrestled in high school. I think I'm all right on the mat. Sure. I had nothing on him. No, like, yeah. He was holding me down. Like he literally thought that his life and job depended on it. Sure. So I I couldn't go out there. By the time he actually let me up, Larry says thank you, good night, and yeah. then I don't know why you I can't screw with that. Yeah, and then he goes off stage. I'm like, damn it, missed a wonderful opportunity to humble well, King's leg. You know what? Maybe after uh, maybe after this podcast, get some legs. We can have him in here, and we can uh, yeah. we can both hump him absolutely. At the same time. So uh, yeah, we <laughs> we could have a two and a half some. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, you on one side, you take one knee, I'll take one ankle. We'll, sure, we'll just go nuts. I mean, I think I think a lot of people secretly fantasize about a Jew and a dwarf <laughs> humping them at the same time. <laughs> Like you must get like I don't know like free rainbows or something I don't know or dis discounted s skittles I don't know right exactly you, uh, you get some good stuff so that so that was well, that's that. unbelievable so yeah. and I mean and let me say this too so it's like as comedians we have like benchmarks in our career where it's like you, sure obviously you get the validation every night of the laughter and whatever and and an, an immediate response from from the crowd and, and being validated on on whether or not you're funny or not but we you know we don't have 
uh, you know, booking jobs helps, but like for stand up, it's like you get a TV appearance, you get uh, a special, you get right. into a festival, uh, right. you know, Montreal just for laughs, things like that that really make you go, all right, good, uh, things are moving along. I'm getting, yeah. but stuff that lets you know I'm sure, getting better sure. and I'm getting more popular. But for shows, it's like, you know, we're both traveling almost every weekend and it's like those kind of start blending together and we still put everything into them, but it's just, it's another weekend, it's another club where you're kind of bringing it, but it's, mm -hmm. and you're building your fan base, but you're not really completely seeing like, you know, each weekend doesn't mean you know 500,000 new followers yet right you know but, yeah. but we're building that but so when you do a show like this yeah it's I mean like you know with all those heavy hitters and for you to kill it like you did and for have people like <coughs> excuse me Jay Moore to yeah. have your set say what he said uh, Jay Moore was on a few a uh, few comics after me and uh, first of all uh, I was going on, on I went on after Saget and uh, that was great. Like he just had Uncle Jesse. He had just had John Stamos on stage. It was place are going nuts. I go on stage and I did my set. At the end of my set, I actually gave a uh, lap dance to one of the DJs on their show, uh, Lisa May. Awesome. Uh, and I said thank you. And when as soon as I said thank you, the whole place just started standing and clapping Holy and shit, gave me man. a standing ovation. And six thousand people. Six thousand people. And I've never been more. Like humbled and Turned more on. like yeah. erect, sure. yeah, exactly, so, just yeah. fully. Just, <laughs> bam! I've that, never been as stiff. This as was a rock. not a three o'clock. Like this was full, this was full midnight. <laughs> uh, but and I wanted I wanted to just stay out there, but I couldn't. But and, and then I get backstage and everyone's just like giving me props. And Jay Moore goes on stage and Jay Moore does a couple jokes and then says, "I'm doing jokes, but let's be honest." We're all playing for second place after Brad Williams. Jesus, man! And what for, a compliment! Yeah, and for, a guy of his Moore. stature, man. A exactly. Guy, uh, 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 just acclaimed film and TV star. Saturday and, Night Live. Saturday Night Live, man. More sports. Uh, his podcast is killing it. It's one of right. the top podcasts right now. Right, right, right. Jerry Maguire. I mean, dude, yeah. picture perfect. The guy's, you know. Well, maybe not picture perfect, but. <laughs> uh, he was picture perfect in that movie, which he is got, kind of ironic. He, he, he got to stare at Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> yeah. He got paid to do yeah, that. See, so that's good. But yeah, but for him to say something like that. It's unbelievable. Uh, yeah. And I mean, it's one of those things, like I was saying, so you, like, these shows are, like, that show is in the category of, like, special, oh, where it's like, you're I'll on a lineup that. with people you've looked up to your whole life. I'm a midget I look up to, but, you know, that's not, <laughs> who don't I look up to, ass? Thanks for bringing that you up. You look up to the milkman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but so, and now you're, not only are you on a show with those people, but you right. have the best set of the night, and they're being like, they're uh, in awe of you. And, and, and that's what's great about comedy, too, is that there are so many people... You know, there's obviously in LA, there's, we're yet inundated with comics because every right. actor wants to be a comedian. But sure. then they start to figure out what it takes and how they got to treat it as a job. And they're like, yeah. well, I don't want to be out every night. I want to have a social life. It's like, well, yeah. okay. Well, well then, then you're not going to get better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's like to to get uh, introduced to people like that because like there's so many, there's a handful, I'd say, of comics that are just killing it like you are that, that Thanks, you know, man. that people aren't yet totally universally uh, aware of and I think shows like this you do know you're already the co-host like I'm not having auditions you don't have to keep like can I put my pants back on <laughs> because I was going to well, get to that no it's a it's a beautiful thing that All you right. have right there so whatever well it's part of the co-host's job to to flatter the shit out of the host so that they go you know you're, what you're, you're not just a voice you're uh, the fluffer alright good. good the podcast fluffer yeah, call exactly. me PF from now on and add a Changs if you want because you know there you go. I always wanted to be Asian <laughs> works better um, but anyway so, so, so now you know that show and, and got obviously uh, well, just... well, well, well the trippiest part was this guy came up to me and, and backstage and he says uh, are you busy right now and I'm 
I'm trying to take pictures with people and, and do things, but I go, uh, no, 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 what's up? He goes, um, Eddie Izzard wants to meet you. And a sentence I never thought I would ever hear. Sure. Eddie Izzard, and then I go to meet Eddie, and it's like, this dude is unreal in terms of the world of comedy. Uh, I mean, someone who's just literally sold out stadiums, sure. not theaters, stadiums. Cut to eight years prior, by the way, when they're like, Mr. Williams, did you finish your paper on East Asian <laughs> Society? And you're like, I, I didn't even know I was in this class. Right. And now Eddie Izzard's yeah, like, hey, and, uh, and, can I talk to you? And Eddie just was just saying, hey, that, that was great. Uh, really enjoyed your stuff. It's it, it's it's really refreshing and original and things like that. And I'm just sitting there going, "Eddie's <laughs> talking to me." Yeah. Like, and and I've met you know through this business, you meet people, yeah. and it's one of the perks, absolutely, of busting your ass too, and getting to a point where you get to be on shows with people like this, where you get right. asked to, and where, you know, and I feel like that you know everybody says you know things happen when they happen and happen for a reason, and you got to be patient, and which I think is the toughest part. Eventually, just being like, because you want to be so good so quick when you start out. I feel like, yeah, and, and realizing that, like, man, I just gotta, you know, enjoy the journey, focus on getting better, get up as much as I can, and then when things like when this show came along, I mean, you probably could have done the show five years ago, but to yeah, but, but to really be comfortable and be like, I'm pumped for it instead right. of like, man, scared I hope out of my I do mind. Well. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, that's yeah. a no. completely different mentality. Well, what's funny <laughs> is uh, my mom. I was at, got a chance to go to the show, being that it's a local show. I was able to get her tickets, and uh, oh, that's awesome. My mom has a uh, fear of public speaking, the actual phobia. Not like I'm uncomfortable with it. She's terrified of wow. it. And when she watches me do comedy, it's not just that she's watching me. She projects herself. What would I do if I was on stage? Wow. So she starts having an anxiety. I was going to say, does that make her more uncomfortable? Absolutely, or does it, it does. Jeez. So she was in the audience, and she actually called me that morning and said, "I'm not going because I can't want like because what if you bomb?" I'm like, huh. oh yeah, yeah, so exactly. That fear is still in yeah, there. Yeah. So now it's like, great. I wasn't thinking about bombing until <laughs> right. you just said that. <laughs> right. Thanks, Ma. Yeah. And uh, yeah, now, now I'm scared out of my mind. But then at the same time, I wandered there, and and she 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 did show up, and then to have her. I, I got her backstage passes and have her come up to me afterward and just be like, that was better than anything I could. Oh, dude. It was awesome, it, it's, it's just cool. And those moments are just not on paper, made in that, and that's what you, you know, that's what we work to get to those uh, right. opportunities and then to have it pan out like that. Yeah, and, and, and the thing about comedy is that uh, just, about, just about anything, just about anything you can practice. You can do... You, you you can practice origami, your, your flute, yeah. which by the way I have in my <laughs> trunk right now. Musical instruments you can practice. A skill at a sport you can practice. Even there's things uh, if if you're into math, there's little games and things you can do to test and get better sure. every day. Comedy, the only way you get you truly get better is to do it. And so that way, when you fail, you will fail, and and you will. And that's how you get better, though. I think people, right? It's so so many young comics, I feel like I talk to, and obviously we're still young comics by sure. you know, uh, but people I'm talking about who are like not even a year in, who I'll talk to, and they're like, how do I, you know, I want, I'm starting to really get into a flow of shows. It's like, yeah, because you on these shows where a lot of your friends are coming out, mm -hmm. or you're just maybe you know st really kind of just you're in the zone with stuff and you're writing a lot, but it's like you really then you start to get uh, uh, you know start to get complacent you're like if I'm not crushing or getting laughs all the time I'm not doing well but it's like no man you want to have like not you don't want to fail but like those shows when you bomb you that's when you really look yeah. at yourself and go is this for me or how do how am I going to respond to the not laughs you know right well uh, it's funny um I took an acting class a few years ago and uh, one of my one of my teachers said something really cool that I've always remembered where he says, uh, desperate people get super creative super quickly. 
And that's very true. Like, you find out how sure. good of a comic you are when your joke doesn't work. And yeah. you go, oh, crap. Right. I can't just continue on. I've got to fix this. Right. I've got to do something. I've got to make something up. Or when, or, or when you get a heckle or anything like that. Oh, oh, all right. When you get a heckle. You have got to tell your heckle story. <laughs> Should I do it real quick? All right, cool. Yes, absolutely. We, have, we yeah. got 10 minutes. we got time for this. Yeah. This will be quick, and then we'll go into... Yeah. Uh, uh, the Preview for the next show. Perfect. Absolutely. It's going great so far, right? Yeah, I'm, a, show. I, I'm having fun. Are you guys having fun? Like, yeah. I, I, I ask, like, you can respond. Uh, but yeah, uh, tell, tell right, the So, uh, I worked, obviously, we're uh, at the John Lovett Studios here, mm -hmm. uh, and we're next to Universal Studios, where I worked at a day job for eight years. Uh, started wow. out as a backlot tour guide, mm -hmm. and then I moved, uh, I, I got promoted to Wolverine. <laughs> uh, That's promoted, by yeah, the way. Yeah. Not, well, not, hey, not Cyclops. <laughs> Wolverine, <laughs> I can regenerate. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. Can't hurt me. So yeah, yeah. which is great because you're eye candy for heavy set Latino women and children. <laughs> like so, there's a lot of benefits. The wig, the claws, you know. And uh, I mean, I really like. I love the job because the kids really like. They think you're those characters, right? Right. So, right, like, right. When there was a, but the problem is, is I don't know anything about Marvel comics, right? So uh -huh. like, they'd be asking me like, you know. What's Wolverine's favorite food? And I was like, God, turkey on rye. I don't fucking, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. He loves pastrami, like yeah, uh, potato salad, man. It's, He's I'm like, not the no, guy. no. Everyone knows yeah. that in Weapon X, uh, episode three, uh, his, his favorite food was a corned beef sandwich. His favorite food was a corned beef sandwich. <laughs> and he went to uh, uh, Jerry's Deli with Spider-Man. Yeah. And so, uh, anyway, so, so I worked there for a while. And Wolverine obviously created many... Being a part of these people's vacations and days was incredible. Yeah. Uh, so, cut to uh, three years into doing the job. I'm in Paso Robles, California, up in okay. wine country. I'm at a bar. At the top of the bar, there's like 300 people packed in there. Nice. And there's an obnoxious woman in the corner, which I've dealt with before, but she's being very loud and crazy. And finally, I go, she's like, I'm like, what, what do you want? Like, it's my show right now. Like, what, what do you want right now? She goes, I want a cat. I'm like, all right, <laughs> well, that'll shut you up. Should I give her sure. a kiss? People are like, yeah. So I go over to her. She was kisses she me on the cheek. Oh, no. Okay. So she me on the <laughs> That's what I She was. I mean, she was. Uh, I, I almost said she was old, but that doesn't mean she can't be hot. She just. She looked like she had uh, had six boxes of wine that day. <laughs> and by that day, I mean the past five minutes. Right. And and after, she looked like a raisin. And, and on the fifth box, she hit herself in the face with it. <laughs> so there, there, there was an anvil attached to the box. Yeah. She did a curl, missed her mouth, yeah, yeah. right in the face. She, okay. Yeah. And then she tried to put on eyeliner on her lips <laughs> and lipstick on her eyes. So, okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, she also was a clown. And uh, so she starts yelling. She gives me the kiss. I say, I think I just got gingivitis, something <laughs> something to that like right. you know, extent. She continues to babble. I'm looking down in between jokes. I had just done my jokes about being Wolverine. And I'm uh -huh. looking down, trying to think of what's next. And all of a sudden, I see in the corner of my eye, like peripheral vision, a wine glass raise. And it just happens so quickly where she throws it. And I don't have enough time to look up and stop it because I'm looking down. And right. I'm almost like not believing it. I'm like, that's yeah. not happening right now. So I just stick my hand out. And it's about 15 to 17 feet away. Right. And I stick my hand out to, de to block it, to deflect it away. Yeah. It ends up just hitting like two, like the, the, the edges of the glass, like get right caught in the webbing. Uh, and again, I'm using Spider-Man type terminology, <laughs> right. but like in my fingers and I just grabbed it quickly. So I basically snabbed a wine glass out of midair. That is awesome! Out of midair. I just slowly turned up like it was a Samuel L. Jackson, like looking out the window at the dinosaur in Jurassic Park. <laughs> and I slowly turn up and I walk over and people start just going nuts. And I set the wine glass down and I go, I told you I'm Wolverine, bitch. Don't fuck with me. Yes! And everybody just goes nuts. Yes! And everybody starts clapping. I love that uh, story because every comic dreams oh, of that yeah. just an ultimate 
fuck you. Oh, and it like, built. You're so badass. It built up to where everyone was like, God, why won't she, like, you know, she needs, you know. Anyway, so that was incredible. That's, uh, uh But these stories, and, and you know what, and I, I gotta say, this is, I think, a part of the reason why we started this podcast, because right. you and I have done so many road gigs together yeah. and hung out so much, and it's, that's the other great thing about doing the road is, like, you know, we met at USC, weren't mm -hmm. really hanging out a lot at college because we kind of met after we had both left yeah or as I was graduating exactly. and then uh, you get to meet man because the comedy community is so supportive and to really like, get on on it, the same level with it's people. a fraternity yeah it really is and to share these shared experiences and then get to know people and obviously we have sports and so many sure, things in sure, common sure. Things um, and this podcast I think right is going to be a good outlet for a Absolutely. lot of the things we do we're going to go because Adam and I are going to go on the road we're, we're going to do crazy stuff crazy stuff is going to happen and then we're going to come back, be able to share those stories with you guys uh, and see see what you think. Fresh get, off the weekend. Yeah, get get your feedback. Uh, eventually, we will probably have other guests. Uh, Definitely. I don't want this to be just a thing where every week there's a new guest. I want no. it to mix it up a little bit. We've got enough material between us oh, and what's going to happen. I mean, we, we don't even, the things we could talk about that have already happened, which we sure. will do at some points. Right. I mean, you worked at Disneyland for a while. So one episode, <laughs> I and I was at Universal for eight years, yeah. the theme park experience. We'll have theme park jobs. We'll do, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll tell stories. We'll tell our stories. And then we also want to hear your stories. It, it's called about last night because if you had some crazy thing that happened to you where, sure. you, where you want to get it out, you can uh, message us, uh, tweet us. We'll eventually have email accounts set up. And uh, you can get a hold of us. And we'll put our comedic spin on it and Absolutely. try to digress some of your uh, experiences and try to relate them to our uh, our own, <laughs> which is right. ultimately what we Absolutely. do and, on stage. Uh, yeah, and like, I know that next week we have, we have to tell this story next week. Yeah, because I wish we had time today. I wish we had time today because this, this, this was so this insane. Is crazy. But you meet people and then you get to do things in this business. And we were offered recently, you and I, after meeting a certain adult film star, to go watch her work to watch her work and now uh, you're thinking yeah. to yourself so what does that mean exactly Brad and did you get to watch her file away DVDs <laughs> did you get to watch her clean the cars Ch yeah. outside the building change the water cooler change tank. the water cooler no no, no we... actually I've got it wait maybe she sharpens the pencils for the secretary <laughs> she was sharpening something she, okay. <laughs> and that is a great teaser yeah uh, uh, so so, we're, so we will be telling you that story next week uh, more experience. unbelievable by the way I mean like let's we have a few like just just let's. I mean, we have a couple minutes to just breach sure. the subject. I mean, had you ever in a million years thought you were going to get to go watch something like that? I like it, it's something. It's something as a dude, you always hope that like it, you're a dude. There's a certain. There's a certain. Uh, you want to do that. Of things in life that there's I think many women list. both fan, bucket list. Yeah. Right? Would you even put it, put it on your bucket list? Bucket list, maybe. Bucket list. <laughs> yeah, and, well played. Uh, yeah, and uh, you. I mean. It, we're adults here. You could say you watch porn, and you always wonder. I wonder what that's like. I wonder what goes on on that set. You and now we got to see that, and it's definitely not <laughs> what you're, <laughs> what you're expecting. expecting, right? No, not at all. Especially when you walk in and it's a room the size of a studio apartment, and you're expecting big crews and and a full camera crews and everybody, and you're like, oh, we hope we don't interrupt. Uh, little do you, rarely do you think that you're going to walk in and all the actors are going to just make eye contact with you and you have to then wave or <laughs> or or take your shoes off. Do something to let them know. Buy, them a, buy them a cookie. Yeah, <laughs> something. So anyway. all those stories 
and more. Uh, this is the About Last Night podcast. Adam, you want to say your uh, information? Yeah, plug? I mean, uh, you know, Brad. I also, I do a ton of web videos. Brad's been in a handful, and we're mm-hmm. gonna we're gonna start uh, getting involved in that too. My YouTube channel, Adam Ray Twenty Four. Twitter at Adam Ray Comedy. Uh, website AdamRayTV dot com. And uh, are you are you going anywhere in the next couple? I'm weeks? going to uh, Charlie Goodnights, uh, April twelfth through the fifteenth, and then uh, the American Comedy Company in San Diego, May tenth through the thirteenth. Good. Uh, I'm Brad Williams. BradWilliamsComedy dot com. Twitter dot com uh, slash funny brad at funny brad i'm going to las vegas i'm gonna get the paris hotel uh coming up and also the richmond funny bone so get those get those tickets we'll see you out there this is the about last night podcast thank you so much for listening see you later comedy try watching it on the internet the folks behind the sideshow network have launched a new youtube channel called wait for it it's got interviews with comedians like reggie watts todd glass liza schleisinger slicing driving friends with her for 10 years one of the funniest people out there and i still have a hard time with the last name liza our very own owen benjamin that's me takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more you don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore. Because it's here. And it's funny. And I love you. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.